0: Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Today on the podcast, I am sharing some tips with you for how to prepare to go back to school once they reopen. Now, this could be in August, September, or you could be continuing distance learning and you're not even thinking about going back to in-person school yet. But I've seen a lot of you asking questions about what sort of things you can be doing to get ready for going back after the school closures and what things to make sure your school have ready for you. So, like I've been doing the last few episodes, I chatted with a few special education friends while we brainstormed together some best tips for this. And honestly, I really recommend finding a friend that you can do things like this with. So, I love being able to bounce ideas around with friends and seeing what we can come up with together. Because no matter how many times you think you've figured it all out, sometimes one of the minds can come up with something that you never thought of and you're like, Dang, that's really good. So before I share these top 10 tips, I just want to remind you that these are my top 10 tips with students I have and ones I've collaborated with other educators for. So you may only take on board a few of these tips. Maybe you'll take on all of them. Just remember that all of our students are so different and there's so many different ways to prepare for the school's opening again. But I hope that this list will give you some ideas of ways you can prepare and what to have on hand. So number one, PPE. You're probably sick of hearing this. If you haven't viewed it before, personal protective equipment. Now, in all seriousness, your school should be providing you with all the equipment you need to stay safe when schools reopen. Masks, disposable gloves and aprons are all things that should be provided for you. I've actually got myself a collection of masks. So some of them have the clear panel at the front so students can see my mouth. And I'm going to be rotating these and cleaning them between uses. It's also helpful to discuss with your school about plans for students. Will they be told to purchase and wear masks? Number two, anti-back and all the cleaning materials. So again, these are things your school should be providing for your classroom. And your classroom should be cleaned and sanitized as often as possible, really. And your school should be providing this. You want to make sure that your classroom has been fully and completely cleaned before you head back. And then you're going to want to access the cleaner materials to ensure you can keep it clean and hygienic throughout the days. Also, find out what that cleaning rotor will be. Number three, individual workstations. Now, I've always loved individual workstations, and this is another reason why. Because the stations that I have are already set up slightly away from each other. Not enough for social distancing when everyone's sat on their desks, but each student has their own desk, which minimises that risk. And what I intend to do is have students working at these desks at different times so that social distance can still be maintained and then we'll rotate through our students. So each student will have their own individual resources, like our morning workbox, boxes, adaptive books, manipulatives, and they'll be on their work desk. This minimises the risk of cross-contamination. Number four, prepping your students for returning. So I have been sending home resources to help parents prep their students for coming back to school. Things like talking about their worries, washing their hands properly, wearing a mask, how to greet others while maintaining a social distance and if you're on my mailing list you will have had all these sent to you over the last month. If not, Head over to the show notes, I'll include links to all the free resources there to help you do this and be sure to join our mailing list so that you get access to more free resources in the future. Number five, set food and drink guidelines and share them with your students' families. This is so important to have set up before returning to school. Find out what your school policy is going to be regarding this and then have it set up for your classroom and share it with your students' families. Think carefully about the food and drinks you usually provide. Breakfast and snacks, for example. Can you write a note home explaining to families and asking them to provide this for the time being instead? Number six, individual work resources. So I touched on this lightly earlier when I was talking about those individual workstations, but now more than ever, it's going to be so important to separate students' work and keep them individualized to minimize that risk of cross-contamination. Task boxes are great for this, as are worksheets, adapted books. You can split up your manipulatives so that they just be in use for one student. Then follow the guidelines to get all these items properly cleaned and sterilised before using them with another student the following week or even month. Number seven, put away resources that can't be maintained or are just going to be too much hard work to maintain. Things like sand. There's no way you are going to be able to maintain keeping a sand pit that's shared between all your students clean and sterilized. Of course what you can do is pour sand into individual trays or task boxes and store it so that every student has their own sand tray or even sensory tray for that week but for things that are just going to be too hard or impossible to maintain and keep hygienic and clean just store them away. Also don't have all of your resources and toys out. You don't want to keep adding more work to your plate and having to clean all the things. Have the bare minimum out. Number eight, look at your classroom layout. So can your students maintain a social distance with the current classroom layout? Are there ways that you can move seating areas to provide more of a distance between your students? Number nine, hand washing stations. So this is something that a friend of mine is setting up and it actually sounds like quite a good idea. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm interested to see how it goes. So she has a hand washing station and each student has their own hand wash with their face and name on it. So it stops everyone using the same ones and they can find their own face and name. Students use the station one at a time. Staff wear disposable gloves, aprons or gowns and a face mask while at the station and keep a distance where possible, encouraging students to wash independently. This is where it's going to be especially helpful if you're asking parents to start working on this with their students at home right now. Number 10, finally, a cleaning schedule. Talk to your school and find out what the cleaning schedule is. When is your classroom going to be cleaned? By who? What is it going to be cleaned with? All of these are important questions that you need to know the answers to. And chances are your students' families are going to want to know those same answers as well. So to quickly recap on my top 10 tips for going back to school when it reopens, we have number one, PPE, personal protective equipment. Number two, anti-pack and cleaning materials. Number three, individual workstations. Number four, prep your students for returning. Practice hand washing, social distance greetings, wearing a mask. Number five, set food and drink guidelines and share them with students' families. Number six, individual work resources. Number seven, put away those resources that can't be maintained and have the bare minimum out. Number eight, look at your classroom layout. Are there any ways it can be improved to maintain an acceptable distance between students? Number nine, those hand washing stations and everyone having their own hand wash. Number 10, finally and probably most importantly, that cleaning schedule. So I hope you found this podcast episode today helpful and that some of these tips are going to be beneficial for you. Don't forget to head on over to the show notes and download all of those free resources to send home for your students to help them prepare for coming back to school. If you have a spare minute after today's episode, I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on the podcast and let me know how you found it. So thank you for listening to this super quick 10 tips for going back to school podcast episode today. I'll speak to you again soon.